the thing is that I'm focused on my average particularly because we, we, we're trying to turn a lot of our customers. So the ones that were paying $10,000, $10, we essentially started losing a lot of those. We still have some consumers paying 1500 Just take into account our general average would be uh, $7,500 $7, a month. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka. Now, if you're hearing this, it means you're not currently on our subscriber feed. To subscribe, go to getlatka.com. When you subscribe, you won't hear ads like this one. You'll get the full interviews. Right now, you're only hearing partial interviews. And you'll get interviews three weeks earlier from founders, thinkers, and people I find interesting. Like Eric Wan, 18 months before he took Zoom public. We've got to grow faster. Minimum is 100% over the past several years. Or bootstrap founders like Vivek of Question Pro. When I started the company, it was not cool to raise. Or Looker CEO Frank Bean before Google acquired his company for $2.6 billion. We want to see a real pervasive data culture, and then the rest flows behind that. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. There, you'll find a private RSS feed that you can add to your favorite podcast listening tool, along with other subscriber-only content. Now look, I never want money to be the reason you can't listen to episodes. On the checkout page, you'll see an option to request free access. I grant 100% of those requests, no questions asked. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Pablo Estevez. He's the uh, founder and CEO of Gus, an AI company that helps companies improve their customer experience with AI and virtual agents. All right, Pablo, you ready to take us to the top? Yeah, man. All right. So how is this different than call it Intercom, Drift, these other kind of chat tools? Definitely. I mean, well, on the first hand, is Intercom, Drift, and these platforms, what they're really, so, well, in the case of Intercom, they're, they're, they're kind of more focused on how your your, your agents uh, respond to messages, and, and they still have a lot of a human-powered drive. Uh, really, what we do with Gus, we focus way more on how your consumers speak. Uh, obviously, we automate, so we, we don't have the human element. Um, so we focus more on how your consumers speak, what um, how, they, how they consume from your brand, and we use all these data points that we collect, and in real time, we actually create a different customer experience for each person. So if you, if you chat with someone on, on an intercom, um, like the person on the other end is going to treat you personally, but they're not going to be able to be quick enough to know like, hey, this type of consumer that's bought this amount of products, we should upsell them on this particular uh, functionality. Um, while as our algorithm actually works in real time, they can do that for you. So, that, so that's particularly to do with Intercom. And then with Drift, um, we're, we're a way more enterprise solution. So, so we actually work with a brand. We do all the user experience consulting. Um, and then we create an enterprise solution that, that, that's implemented. It's way more robust, robust uh, versus Drift, which is just kind of like a few questions, uh, which works very well for medium-sized brands, but we, we work exclusively with enterprise. Okay, so like what's your sweet spot in terms of pricing? Like our brand's paying 1000 a month, 10000 a month, a million a year. What's your sweet spot? Between ten to twenty thousand dollars a month. Okay, so caught. Okay, so that's so you came on the show about a year and a half ago, and your ARPU back then was about eleven hundred a month. You're now up almost to ten thousand a month on average. Yeah. Did you churn among enterprise customers? Well, I'm. I mean, obviously, enterprise is higher price point, but if you look at your full customer base, what's the average customer paying across your entire base? Uh, the thing is, I don't focus on my average particularly because we, we, we're trying to turn a lot of our customers. So the ones that were paying $10,000, $10, we essentially started losing a lot of those. We still have some consumers paying 1500 Just take into account our general average would be uh, $7,500 $7, a month. Okay, $7,500 a month. And, and last time you were on, you said you had about 35 customers. How many today? Yeah. 
we we have around 45 customers. They're just bigger customers. Yeah, that's good. So, I mean, I mean, does, has revenue reflected that growth? You're doing about $40,000 a month, a year and a half ago. Now you're doing what? 250, 300,000. No, we're doing around between uh, 100 and 120. Okay, 100 still still healthy growth. Um, so call it 100,000 dollars a month in revenue. Um, where does most of the growth come from? Adding those new customers or expanding historical ones? Uh, expanding historical ones is most most of the growth. We've actually been focused a lot on getting our our acquisition economics very robust um, because we're going to raise we're raising around now. We're launching around next week, and with the money we're injecting, we actually want to. Team, we want to grow our team. So kind of the last year has been like, look, let's grow our existing customer base. Let's create good case studies. Let's um, get our sales team kind of running on all fours. And, and the idea for next year is to really put money into the operation. And how much have you raised to date? Today, 1.5 million. Okay, 1.5. Now you said 1.2 about a year and a half ago. So did you raise a $300,000 bridge or something? Yeah, particularly. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Who'd you raise the bridge from? Was it debt or equity? No, it was uh, it was a convertible note, uh, family and friends. Okay, it was just kind of a quick run. We're like, look, we're going to grow and launch. We're going to launch uh, a Series A, which is five million that we're launching next week, and and it was just kind of a round to be like, look, let's keep ourselves afloat um, for that Series A. So you're you want to target five million on this next raise? You're a convincing guy. You're a good looking guy. You probably get what you want. What valuation do you hope to get? We're hoping to push for twenty million dollars post money. Okay. Um, and we're going to really see how the market feels with that valuation. Got it. So you'll sell 25% of the company. Roughly. Yeah. Do you have well, to do that? I mean, can you get, I mean, it's a lot of dilution. Is there some, do you really need $5 million to drive growth? That's a great question, man. I mean, we're, we're obviously looking at alternatives. We're looking at, um, at, um, uh, financing as well. We, we found an interesting company, um, which I won't disclose the name of just cause I'm, I haven't run it through them, but they're, they're quite interesting in financing a lot of contracts. So, the, so we have, uh, more than a million dollars in contracts and they're like, look for that million dollars in contract. If you give us a, a 20%, we'll, we'll give you an additional million dollars of, of direct financing. Um, and it's not an equity loan, So that could be interesting. Um, but in general, like we want to push to grow. We understand that our business right now is very healthy. And if we hit the growth targets that we think we conservatively could hit, our next round would be a, a very big round. We, uh, <laughs> we expect to reach seven to $10 million on any recurring revenue with this round. So, so we also have a promising upside. And when do you think you'll, hit, think seven, when, when do you think you'll hit $7 million run rate? 2021. Okay. So assuming you raise 5 million on like a 15 pre in the next call it six months, you feel like you can reinvest that quick enough where by the end of 2021, you're doing a $7 million run rate. Yeah. Up from about a $1.8 million run rate right now. Yeah, it's been lower than that, but yeah. Okay. Well, 1.5 ish one point. Yeah. In that range. Uh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. So, so I mean the debt financing stuff is interesting, right? What you're referring to as an accounts receivable lender, there's a lot of these folks out there where they essentially will pay you up front for these contracts, but sometimes they can be pretty expensive, right? It's like 20% kind of interest rate effectively. If you calculate it, is that what you've seen? Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what we've seen. We have 85% margin. So, so in theory, and we've just started exploring this. So like, I, 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 I haven't made up my mind as to like how beneficial it could be to the company, but judging with our margin, with our margins, in theory, it seems to be uh, profitable. Mm-hmm. But but I, I think it's really going to come down to when they actually pass an offer, and, and that's when we're going to be able to say, say like, hey, look, is this something we can do or not? Okay, Top Tribe, many of you ask me all the time, how did I get my website up so fast, so quickly, and why is it doing so well? The answer is simple. 
I use HostGator.com to keep the thing cranking along. They've got a 45-day money-back guarantee, which is great. I used their free website builder to get the site up because it's ideal for WordPress. It's just what I use. They've got 4,500 templates and a free e-commerce plugin as well and 24-7 support, which we love, right? We love that. I bug the hell out of them. They always get back to me. So I've got you 30% off along with $100 in free AdWords credit. To grab it, just go to HostGator.com forward slash Nathan, but you got to do it now. Again, HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. So what, I mean, what would you spend? Let's say you get the money. What would you spend it on? So essentially, right now we've been doing everything with a three-person sales team, which is very limited for an enterprise brand. Um, we want to grow our sales team over the next three years to up to 30 people, uh, particularly 20, account, uh, 20 sales development reps and 10 account executives. Um, we also need a bit more people in our operations, like a COO would be phenomenal just for, for how fast we're producing our products. Um, and finally, we want more data science. A lot, a lot of the future of our business hinges upon on how personalized and how immediate we can make those experiences. Like when Nathan calls, we want to know Nathan bought something last week. We want to treat you completely uniquely. And there's a big benefit for brands to be, to treat their customers uniquely. They, they spend more, they retain better. Um, and, and so, so a lot of this bet is to hire more data scientists, uh, and to hire more salespeople to start spending more on marketing. So we've been quite lean this last few years. Uh, because we were we were developing a new product that actually we just finished developing like three weeks ago, um, and, and yeah, so so now that we have that ready, we want to focus. So a bit on product, a lot on sales, and a lot of marketing. And Pablo, how many engineers do you have right now? Right now we have twelve engineers, but we have an interesting contract with a research lab in Mexico City, um, which has an additional four PhDs. And the reason it's interesting is because they developed tech for us. Uh, we co-authored a, the patent. Um, to exploit it liquidly. Okay. Um, and yeah, we can, we can still hear you fine, but it's not going through your earbuds anymore, which is fine. So total team size today is how many people? 35 people. Okay. So 35 total, 12 engineers, three reps are carrying quota. Yeah. Okay. And what do you put their quota target at annually? Uh, their quota target for this year was 1.2 million altogether or each. All together. And why is that the right number? Excuse me, I couldn't hear you cut off. Why is that the right number? Uh, well, we, we kind of hit that quota target based on growth metrics we were looking for from last year. We're going to be way more aggressive in the last on the coming year. But again, a lot of the focus for this year, we were way more focused on what's our cost of acquisition. We, we, we bought down from $22,000 to $14,000. We were focused on uh, what's the conversion that the sales development representatives were getting from email to qualified lead and what's the conversion between qualified lead and um and 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 one customer. And the reason we did that is because the the company was doing very good. The product is, is clearly doing doing great. We had a high product, uh, a high market demand. But over the time, we, we realized our sales team was just kind of like chasing a lot of leads. Not a lot of them were qualified. So we said, like, look, we're raising a growth round next year. Let's focus right now on a specific uh, on specific clients where we can have high uh, high return on investment for them. Uh, and and we kind of been structuring over the last six months. Um, just the economics of that round uh, of, uh, sorry, of, of, of the sales team with the hopes that when we raise money, um, we can keep our CAC at the same $14,000. So you're, you're spending $14,000 right now to get a new $10,000 a month account. Roughly. Yeah. Okay. So your payback, there's like two months, basically. Why would you not, why not be more aggressive there? Especially if you're raising a bunch of capital. 
well, once we have the venture capital, we want to be way more aggressive. Are you burning uh, capital today? Yeah, we're burning very little, but like roughly ten thousand dollars a month. Okay, I mean that's. I mean, how much do you have left in the bank? Is it enough runway? Yeah, we have like eighty, ninety thousand dollars in the bank, so we have okay. eight or nine months. Uh, but but so essentially, the, 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 like we're ready to scale. We're about as ready as you can get to scale. Yeah. Um, Churn's critical in a SaaS company. What's your gross revenue churn over the past twelve months? Uh, I mean, again, the, the the only customer we've lost essentially since we last spoke three customers that we kind of intentionally churned uh, because they were paying so little. What's so the number though? So gross revenue churn. Uh, gross revenue churn. I mean, those three customers were paying roughly uh, like three thousand uh, dollars a month out of like an eighty thousand dollar. So I mean, yeah, so three thousand out of eighty thousand dollars MRR. So call it like roughly. four percent, five percent, four five percent. Um, an expansion Which, rev. Expansion revenue has been, it sounds like pretty good, right? So is that like, what's expansion revenue on the cohort over the past year? So we have 125% net uh, revenue retention rate. Um, and yeah, so expansion revenue. So, so just even an idea, a traditional client of ours would start with $3,000 and it's paying today like roughly 12,000 over the course of 12 months. But every customer wouldn't do that, right? I mean, otherwise you would be... Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. So, so, so particularly what we did since we last spoke, we, were, we had a lot of customers. Uh, of those 35 customers, a lot of them uh, were very small companies. We focused in the last year on just acquiring uh, enterprise brands. And within enterprise brands, we must roughly have today signed like around 13, 14 customers, of which since we last spoke, we maybe had three or four. And those three or four that we last spoke have grown from, from essentially paying one to $3,000 a month to paying 10 to twelve. Yeah, no, that's good. That's good stuff. All right, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, favorite business book. I just read Super Forecasters. Forgot the name of the author, but it's phenomenal. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? No, not really. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building the company? Um, HubSpot, which nope. I think that's constant last year. <laughs> Number four, how many hours of sleep to get every night? Eight or nine. And uh, so what's your situation? Married, single kids? Single. Uh, okay, and how old are you? I'm 25. 25. Last question. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew? Um, lately, I've been I've been working a lot on focusing more on specific tasks. I've cleared up a lot of my calendar, and I, that's something I recommend to a lot of people. So every day, I have like roughly three hours with no meetings, sometimes even more. Uh, and if I've been doing that since I was 20, I think the company would have focused more on critical pain points and not just what's coming up on my calendar. Guys, there you have it. Gus helping 45 customers increase customer retention, uh, increase sales and save money. Doing call at about $100,000 per month right now on revenue up from $40,000 a month just a year ago. So healthy growth called 160, 170% year over year. They raised about 1.5 million total to date, burning about $10,000 per month, $90,000 of cash left in the bank with a team size of 35 people, 12 engineers, three quota carrying reps, 125% net revenue retention, a two month payback period. Now targeting a $5 million raise on a $15 million pre-money valuation. Pablo, we're rooting for you, man. Good luck. Thanks, man. Take care.